peeps, welcome back to the Healing Gang Podcast. I'm your host, Runzi. I'm an artist, but apart from sharing my crafts, I love spreading awareness on mental hygiene and discussing about spirituality and personal development in general. You can catch me on all social media platforms at Runzi Art. Right here, we keep an open heart and open mind to inspire each other not to just be a better artist but a better human in this universe. Before I get started, I just want to let you guys know that if you are interested in adopting a piece of my art, you can visit my web store, the link is at the description box. All my social media links can be found at the description box as well. Wow guys, I can't believe this is already the 8th episode of my podcast. I'm kind of proud of myself. And if you are watching this on YouTube, just in case you don't have the time to watch me paint in the future, you can always catch me on Spotify as well. I used to have a huge issue with inconsistency, not gonna lie. I always allow external factors to dictate my productivity. Honestly, now that I look back, I am pretty proud of myself that I actually improved so much to deliver contents consistently. I am definitely still working on improving the qualities of my contents, especially on YouTube. I want to increase the production level of my videos, but for now, I will make do with whatever I have. Speaking of being influenced by external factors, we are going to address that as it ties down to today's topic of discussion, which is how to protect your mental energy. First of all, what is mental energy? According to my understanding and research, mental energy is the psychological strength that drives us to be resilient and focused when taking actions towards our desired goal. Basically, it's the mental strength that drives you to take action on certain things. Without mental energy, we will feel like we have lost the purpose to live, and I believe a lot of people are actually living on autopilot instead of actually making full use of their mental energy. And obviously, I was guilty of that as well, repeating the same char that I hate every single day, complaining about how people around me were treating me, yet not wanting to take action to change things. This is because familiarity is the most comfortable thing for the human brain, let it be good or bad. So if you are stuck in a very bad cycle for a very long time, chances are you are familiar with that, so your brain will naturally believe that that is what serves you the best, although we all know that that's not true. Before I share with you the first tip, I am going to let you know that these tips that I am about to share are based on my personal experiences and opinions. At the end of the day, you have to look for the root cause of your distractions and work on it. I believe that motivational talks are all bullshit, not gonna lie. I can be here talking for days and if you still choose to fall back into the same routine after listening to this, it is your own decision to make. You can't rely on others to push you. Of course, in a way, I am speaking to myself as well. So, how are you supposed to take back and protect your mental energy? This topic will be pretty long. I am going to provide you with three steps, which is self-value, healthy stoicism, 
and building your own environment. The first thing you can do is to value yourself. Yes, very cliche, but by valuing yourself, I don't mean by doing bubble bath or buying expensive gifts for yourself. I mean, those are cool, but this is more of an internal work than external work. I know we have social media for us to flex whatever we want nowadays, it's all cool, but before you go pleasing a bunch of people that you probably don't like or don't know, just sit down with yourself and ask yourself, do you even like yourself? On a scale of 1 to 10, without all that external validation, ask yourself, how much do you value yourself? Not your appearances, not your achievements, but you as a soul. It better be a 10 or else you still got a lot of work to do to fix that mental energy of yours. If you ask this to a child, they will probably tell you 10. Because honestly speaking, no child will ever validate themselves based on external factors. They all believe that they are enough as a human. Unless they come from a really messed up family background, but we're not gonna talk about that right here. And why did we all let that die as we grow older? Well, I do believe that we need some sort of challenge and validation to drive us towards our goal. But you have to understand that without those materials and people around you, you should be able to still feel content on what you're doing or just you as a human being in general. Say you create art for a living, do you actually do it to show off your skill set or do you just generally love the process of it? I believe a lot of artists will go for the latter. I believe that us artists are unique species. We usually aren't affected by systems such as climbing the corporate ladder, people pleasing, and competitions. All of us have our very own unique world, which is what makes us special yet lonely. Well, there are exceptions of course, but in this world where everyone else is pursuing big dreams and riches, we're just here bringing our imagination to life. And that's why people tend to think that we are weird and aloof, but we all know that that's not the case. What if you are someone like me who creates art and yet like them riches? I admit that I do love the financial abundance that I work for. Money can bring you happiness, but it does free you from a lot of burden and it definitely allows you to explore higher grounds. Well, the answer is pretty simple and pretty straightforward. I always put art first because it is what I truly love from within. I know it's pretty much borderline toxic. You don't have to be like me, but I am really obsessed about creating and appreciating art. Everything else comes next. Look, too many people put money on a pedestal. I come from an average income family and sometimes slightly below average depending on the economy and I often hear people around me stressing and fighting over financial issues. Honestly, I am pretty grateful that I never actually view money as an issue because I believe that it is just a tool for us to propel. I always think of my life as a game. I know it's kind of weird because nobody actually taught me this but it had always been like that since I was really young. 
you have your currency and when you run out of it you grind for it and then you invest on a new plot of land or whatever it is that you want to level up and honestly speaking i used to spend so much on external goods because i always believed that external validation is what allows me to level up and we all know that that's not the case and i literally have no savings at all seriously zero savings because I believe that I can earn it back anytime I want to and that's definitely true but now that I'm wiser, obviously I know that that's not a good idea especially now when I'm running my own business but you get the idea no matter what, in the end of the day you shouldn't put any external validation on a pedestal you can love it, you can want it but you shouldn't put it on a pedestal if you're always chasing after money and fame even after you have them, you will still feel empty. You know how people always say, fame makes you empty? But I think it's the other way around. Empty and lonely people crave for fame because they don't value themselves enough that they need the world to adore them. Think of men who have many women around them that's because they probably lack of that motherly love or whatever love it is when they were younger and they probably got hurt by previous partners or whatever it is and they kind of need their ego to be stroked to put on a show to the world that they can finally have all the women they want in this world they are either really messed up people like certain political figures or they have <laughs> fragile self-esteem you guys probably know who I am referring to but yeah vice versa girls who always seek for external validation from emotionally toxic and unavailable men most of the time you probably lack of love from your parents or you had really messed up experiences in your past or whatnot especially when you have daddy issues because like I mentioned the human brain always goes for what it is familiar with not what it is that is good for them I keep hearing people say that they hate themselves they despise themselves but they won't allow others to mistreat them to be honest I used to be like that now that I look at it I just think of this as a really bad joke how others treat you is a reflection of how you treat yourself, whether you want to believe it or not. Fake it till you make it works for certain things, but self-validation needs actual work. You can try to fake that you value yourself, but trust me, people can sense it real quick. There's three things that never hide, the sun, the moon, and the truth. You can lie, you can fake it, but in the end of the day, people will eventually find out. And we don't want to be a phony. If you are unfortunate, you are very likely gonna encounter someone who is gonna take advantage of your weakness. You will be easily manipulated if you don't value yourself enough. That would definitely take a larger toll on your mental energy. Manipulation comes in many ways, not just in relationships. For example, people who used to look down on you, you absorb whatever they say and you push yourself to prove them wrong. Being able to break your limiting beliefs is cool, but if your motivation is solely based on proving others wrong, to me that's a little sad. I mean, if that's what you like, you do you. 
It seems like their opinions had you tied to them like a leash. Their words will forever haunt you, no matter how much you have achieved. And you will never truly be happy because you will constantly need that external validation. I personally work the other way around, which is kind of funny. Trust me, my life is literally full of people who try to talk me out of being an artist. Literally 9 out of 10 of my friends, family members, or even strangers don't believe in me and told me that artists are dirt poor and only a few could make it big. Well, I could have been resentful and worked hard to prove them wrong, but I kind of gave up on my dreams at one point. To be honest, I really don't care about what they say. I am just not the kind of person who buys into what others say. I had always been like that. But at the same time, I had this really huge self-doubt, not just in art, but life in general. I was pretty much suicidal. So generally, I had no drive to do anything. This is why I say mental energy is super important. If you deplete it, life will seem meaningless to you. But of course, I managed to snap out of it when I started to value myself more. It takes a lot of work. If you're interested, you can listen to my previous podcast or video on how to overcome past trauma. I'll drop the link at the description box. Proving others wrong is just a waste of time because like I said, I really don't care what other people presume of me, good or bad. I do care a little if it's people I genuinely love and appreciate. But there is this person that I really want to prove her right. I want to show her that she is capable of recovery and to do whatever it is that she wants. That she is stronger than her negative self-talk. And that person is, you probably guess it, myself. I believe that I already have the mental energy within myself, and all I have to do is just to put in the work. It's already there, it had always been there. People don't have to believe in me. It's normal because they're non-believers, and non-believers usually don't have the childlike visions like most of us artists do. I would have been a millionaire by now if every person who told me that I am naive will give me a hundred dollars. Of course, that's exaggerated, but you get the idea. People can say whatever they want, but at the end of the day, it is your own life to live. If you mess up, you own it, and that's what makes life beautiful. It's full of the unknown, and you are the painter of your own life. You decide how you want your life to look like. And of course, if you are the one taking control of your own life, you won't be pointing fingers at others if you mess up, because you know that that's a lesson that you should learn. Just don't keep making the same mistakes if possible. Vice versa, if you achieve something great, acknowledge yourself. If you have a very hard time letting go of all the negative energy from people around you, try asking yourself this. There are simply sad people who already gave up on protecting their own mental energy. They gave away their dreams long ago. So why should you be bothered by what they say? Why try to impress them when you can impress yourself by bringing your visions to reality? 
Do you seriously think people like Elon Musk care about his haters? I doubt he even know who's hating on him because he's just too focused on bringing his imagination to life. And we're going to Mars, guys. <laughs> I know this is so out of topic, but I'm excited. Seriously though, another example, people like Yoongi aka Suga from BTS, who flexes his career a lot in his diss tracks, he's well known for that. I love him so much, but we all know that that's just how he vents his frustrations on his masterpiece. That's just how art is, we express it in a way that is genuine to ourselves. And angst is probably his persona, we all love a little flex here and there, but if that's solely what he's focused on and not giving armies who are constantly there to support and cheer on his career, just because he despises the K-pop industry and the haters, do you think he will be able to make it that big? And he could have relied on his agency to make him bigger and bigger, but we all know that Big Hit was almost bankrupt at one point, so all these kids really worked hard to achieve what they achieved today. So just try to remind yourself that you are doing this for yourself. You are a high value human being. You have a path to walk. You decide that you are enough not to wait for others to validate you. Of course, there will be people who will look down on you. There will be people who judge you and whatnot and you can't avoid that. If you are constantly looking for external validation, sorry to say, that validation might never come. But if you start validating yourself, if you start practicing compassion towards your inner self, you will start seeing changes in your life. The next thing you can do requires a little more practice, which is stoicism. I don't want to pronounce it wrongly, but I think I'm pronouncing it rightly because I did google it earlier on how to pronounce it. Now before I elaborate more, according to what I learned, Stoicism can be a little bit toxic if you don't use it the right way. It basically makes you resistant towards pain and suffering. It teaches you to let go of negativity very very effectively. I will share with you an example later on. But why I mentioned that it could be toxic is because as human beings, emotions are important. When you cry, or when you express your anger or your happiness or whatever emotions that you're feeling, it's a way your body releases tension. It's a way your body let go of all that pent-up energy on the inside, all that adrenaline rush. Unless you're a monk who lives in a temple meditating most of the time, chances are you are going to encounter a lot of frustrating events around you. So you can't really avoid that. Suppressing your emotions for too long will make you numb. That is not something you want, trust me. Emotions are what makes us beautiful as human beings, but of course, it is not healthy to let your emotions drive you either. Appreciate all your emotions and set it free. Honestly, I would rather have my heart broken a couple times than to feel nothing towards everything around me. Because I know if there are bad emotions, there will be good ones as well. Acknowledge all of them, let them come and just set them free. Everything is temporary, all the bad things and the good things, you gotta know that. 
Also, I find that Stoicism and Buddhism are very much alike. I am not a religious person, never have been, but I do appreciate the philosophical aspect of Buddhism. Stoicism is not a religion, it's an ancient Greek school of philosophy founded at Athens. Athens, do I pronounce it right? Athens, by this person known as Zeno. I don't know how you pronounce his name, Zeno or Zeno, Z-E-N-O. And the points that I am about to mention mostly come from Marcus Aurelius. He was the ruler of the Roman Empire. This dude may be ancient, but I really appreciate all the quotes he left behind. I kind of want to get some of his quotes tattooed on my skin, not gonna lie. <laughs> he did mention a lot of amazing things, and if you want to learn more, you can literally YouTube search Marcus Aurelius or Stoicism. But for today's topic, I will be referring to this specific quote from him, which is, quote, You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. End quote. Literally, no matter how bad your external circumstances are, no matter how unsupportive people around you are, if you are aware that you have the ability to maintain your mental hygiene, you are already one step ahead. Let's say you are someone who has a lot of compassion for others, you are a very empathetic person, so naturally, you will feel more of the negative energy exerted by others. Caring for others is always a good thing, but there is a difference between caring for them versus allowing them to exploit your mental energy. You don't need to keep your guards up all the time, but you need to know that you have the control over your own mind. Personally, I really dislike people who pity themselves. To me, self-pity is extremely pointless. Yes, it is okay to vent and rant occasionally, but you gotta buckle up and take action to improve. If you keep ranting about it and not actually seek for ways to take your power back to retain your mental energy, you are just walking in circles. Be that person who listens to others, be that supportive friend, family member, or whatever your role is, but never let them guilt trip you. That does not mean you have to be spiteful towards them or feel bad about yourself. Let me show you an example of how stoicism can be applied in this context. This is kind of personal, but I don't see anything wrong sharing it with you guys because I believe that Life is like a lesson, nothing lasts forever, and we just share and learn from each other, inspire each other. I have a family member who is an extreme people pleaser. Every time I do something that is against their values, they will try to guilt trip me by saying things like, people will blame them for not raising me the proper way, or people would judge them for allowing me to dress a certain way, which is kind of cringy, I know. Their whole lives revolve around fear of judgment. I am super grateful that I did not grow up that way. I am quite proud to say that I am pretty fearless, although I still face social anxiety a little here and there, but what they say really mess up the younger me. I used to believe that I am a burden to them just for existing and just for expressing myself. 
not gonna lie, I am quite a handful until today. I am not a troublemaker, but I have really odd thinking and ways to express myself. Other Asians wouldn't really like that. <laughs> I question a lot of things and do a lot of things against the odds. And honestly speaking, I didn't even realize that until now that I look back, I just realized how much I embrace my individuality, let it be the way I dress, the art I create, or my personal beliefs. So back to this story, the other day, this family member told me that they wish I was dead, and they wish they had killed me when I was a baby, if they knew I would grow up to be so disobedient. On all honesty, that hurt a lot. I know people say rash things when they are angry, but I also believe that 90% of what someone says when they are angry is usually the truth. It's debatable, but I believe so. It hurt so much, and the past me, the younger me, would have fired back with more pointless arguments. But then, I realized that there's no point to waste more time arguing about what a good person should be. I just simply have to be one. I know I already am one. It's just because certain things that I choose to do don't align with others. And I understand that they don't want to see me fail in life. But this is my life to walk and I should not let external factors hinder my growth. I will take in whatever advice it is, whatever opinions it is, but I have my own decisions to make. Failures are inevitable, however, you can always pick yourself up and learn from it. It is part of life, part of growth. Just think about this. Have you seen a child learning to walk, falling a couple times, then decided that they don't want to walk anymore? So yeah, I just smiled back at them, <laughs> which kind of got me into a bigger trouble. They wanted to strangle me, and that's when I decided that this is literally a toxic kind of love. They cared too much for me, and they literally viewed me as an extension of themselves, instead of me as a grown human being. Things like that had happened quite often in the past. It happened less often now that I am a working adult now. Honestly speaking, it's just kind of sad because I do have a lot of love for them, but we couldn't meet eye to eye on a lot of things. They always doubt my capabilities, and they always challenge me to prove them otherwise. There's no need to accept challenges like this. It's exhausting. It's more exciting to challenge myself. So I decided that I'm moving up. I know you cannot escape from negativity in life by just moving from one place to another. The grass on the other side is always greener, as the proverb says. But if you stay stagnant in one spot, you will never grow either. This is why I mentioned stoicism can be toxic because if you choose to ignore all that red flags and keep staying in the same environment, you will never be able to fly. Oh my god guys, speaking about flying, when I told them I'm moving out, they were actually furious and tried to guilt trip me by asking me, do I really think that I'm old enough to fly now that I don't need their support anymore? It's kind of funny because it is important for me to be independent now, 
especially that I am already living a quarter out of my life expense and I am a working adult so I just said yeah and ignore all the noises that came after that and guess what it felt truly liberating that does not mean I am being ignorant that does not mean I stop loving them that does not mean I stop listening to them I just choose my own path to be independent and to experience life on my own. I still respect them as individuals, I still respect them as people who raised me, but in the end of the day, I gotta take control of my own life. It will be hard, I know, but it will be worth the lesson. Seriously guys, go read up or listen to podcasts about stoicism. It's literally one of the best philosophies out there. If you use it healthily, you'll be resilient towards any negativity. That leads me to the last point, which is to build your own environment. If you can't be in a good environment, build your own good environment. You cannot change the people or events around you, but you can change the people and events around you. Let that sink in. Not everyone has to agree with you and people can look down upon you anytime. Life has ups and downs, you might be at a high point right now and who knows next you might fall. And that's when you can see who's genuinely real and genuinely there for you. But that does not really matter because you yourself are here to protect your mental energy. Block away people who are bad for your growth and appreciate those who had been supporting you all this while. If you can't cut off toxic people from your life for some reason, then try to limit your time spent around them. Surround yourself with people who are good for you mentally, people who are genuinely supportive and people who inspire you. I personally still find it hard to completely open up to people around me I do talk a lot about myself on the internet because I believe that my past does not define me anymore. No one can use it against me even if I put it to public. I am just sharing my experience so others can learn from it. But when it comes to bonding with people in real life, I think it's pretty different. It feels more personal. And I am a person who tends to get attached pretty easily. I am a very detached person in general, but when I find someone that shares a lot in common with myself, I will get attached pretty easily. And we all know that attachment is not a very good thing, especially if you want to protect your mental energy. Don't get me wrong, I like getting to know different people and all that, but I am pretty cautious when it comes to who I allow myself to share my energy with. Basically, time and mental energy spent. And I also learned that if you love someone, you gotta let them go. Not to say that you should leave your partner or friends or whoever, but more like you can't control who chooses to stay in your life. People come and go. It might be sad and hurtful, but if you know that nothing lasts forever, even if your relationship lasts for a very 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 long time, eventually one of you will have to succumb to the law of nature and return to the earth. That's just life. Grieve and move on. 
it's not going to be easy but it will help you overcome all that negative emotions really easily it will help you protect your mental energy better if people don't appreciate your presence move on too it is not your responsibility to make people appreciate you the way you are of course you have to put in the work to be a better version of yourself and be present to support those that matter to you but you shouldn't burn yourself out for others some people will never see your worth no matter how good of a person you are so just focus on yourself and the right people will enter your life don't go chasing after validations you will naturally attract people with the same energy you exert so yeah i'm officially moving out next month which is july 2020 i guess this is sort of like a journal to me as well maybe 10 years down the road when i listen back to this podcast i will be like wow girl <laughs> who knows where life's lead me to i am renting a room somewhere for the time being i have a feeling that i will be nomadic for a period of my life I currently have a job, but I am working remotely. As long as I have a quiet environment and proper internet connection, I am good to go. I am quite scared, not gonna lie. I don't know why, maybe the fear of uncertainty. But I trust myself that this is all part of the human experience. You gotta work on exploring what's best for yourself. Staying stagnant is not gonna lead you anywhere. So like I say, stoicism worked to protect my energy, but staying in a volatile environment is not the healthiest either. I can be super strong mentally, but ultimately as a human being, I believe that we all still need each other to stay healthy mentally. I am not a person who hangs out often and my circle is really 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 small. I am working on that, not to expand my circle, but to appreciate the people around me more and if i am constantly talking to you communicating with you chances are you are pretty important to me pretty important to my life but if you don't feel that way i guess life goes on because i understand that everyone has their own priorities i do believe that connecting with others and exploring the world is super important for personal growth so I can't just shut myself at home all day with all the negative voices. I work better when I feel better, and I feel better when I work better. See the cycle? Well, you can debate and say that you can be all alone and still feel content, but ultimately I believe that all human beings deserve good company. It feels really nice when you know that there are people who genuinely want to see us flourish. Trust me, there are good people in this world. And I'm pretty sure you, who are listening to this, is one of them. If you don't have a place where you feel like home, you build one yourself. Trust me, you can do it. It doesn't have to even be a physical place. It can be a community of people you surround yourself with in real life or online. I don't understand why people keep demonizing the internet. It's not really that bad, to be honest. Well, there are definitely the dark sides of that. But if you're using it for good, I don't see anything bad with it. But of course, it all has to start within yourself. You can't expect people to be good to you if you are a negative person yourself. 
So as you can see, this last tip is something that I just put into work, and we will see how things turn out. All I can say is that I am positive that wherever life takes me to next, I have the choice and I have the control to choose growth and happiness. I am letting go of whatever that drags me down and I am taking charge of my own life, building the environment I want. Now that sums up my three tips on how to protect your mental energy. Ultimately, life is short, don't spend it on pointless things and people who aren't good for you, protect your mental energy and you will see the world in a different light. So that's it from me for today. I hope you managed to learn something out of this discussion. I just want to let you all know that I am truly grateful to be able to stay connected with you guys on the internet. People often demonize social media, but I want to break that stigma and create a positive community right here. Together, we inspire each other and create a healthy safe space on the internet. If you guys have any questions or any topics you wish to discuss about, feel free to drop them at the comment section. I will always get back to you guys. And if I am not mistaken, I think YouTube is deleting my comments. I'm not sure why because I received notifications on, on a couple comments but when I tap on it, it's literally gone. If you know how to solve that problem, please let me know. So yeah, I will always get back to you guys. If you are watching this on YouTube, I hope you enjoy watching me paint. Thank you so much for taking your time out to consume my contents. I hope to talk to you again on the next episode of the Healing Gang Podcast. Bye!